Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Monday, July 6th, and I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Thank you for being with me today. We begin by remembering our baptism. In Galatians 3, verse 27, it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And so to remember our baptism, we say the name into which we were baptized, and then we make the sign of the cross because it was the at the cross that Jesus won our salvation that's delivered to us in baptism. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Please join me in confessing our Christian faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our psalm scripture reading today is Psalm 10. Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the poor. Let them be caught in the schemes they have devised. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul. And the one greedy for gain causes, curses, and, and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His way prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. He sits in ambush in the villages. In hiding places, he murders the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the helpless. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws him into his net. The helpless are crushed, sink down, and fall by his might. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Why do, does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, You will not call to account? But you do see, for you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evildoer. Call his wickedness to account till you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, 
you hear the desire of the afflicted. afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. The old proverb says, out of sight, out of mind. And that thought is at the core of this psalm. Because the wicked do not see God. They don't see his word, his works, his judgment. They do not have him in mind. And because they do not have him in mind, their behavior is not curbed by fear of him. Instead, the wicked person's thoughts fixate on the desires of his soul. That's a good place for us to pause and reflect on our own thoughts and desires. How often do we care more about those desires of our souls than we care about God's truth, grace, beauty, mercy, and justice? How often do we care more about what we want than what God wants? There's always a a pull in our hearts to put ourselves in God's place, to break the first commandment, and to become the gods of our own lives. It's not always crass and obvious. Sometimes we simply refuse to recognize a behavior as sinful. Sometimes we find ourselves so comfortable we, we cannot be bothered to act on behalf of those who are mistreated. Yet again, perhaps we just forget God and go through life as though this is all there is. No judgment day, no accountability, and no redemption. This is why Jesus teaches us to pray about God's name, his kingdom, and his will in the first three petitions of the Lord's Prayer. He's showing us that as God's people, our loving Heavenly Father does not want to be forgotten, and he invites us to call out to him. Jesus is showing us that in knowing God, we are both recipients of God's blessings and reminders to proclaim all God has done. This is also what we're doing here. We're reminding our hearts and minds that God is real. His justice is true. He has made himself known to us in Jesus who suffered and died on the cross to atone for our sins. A testimony of God's wrath against sin and also his deep and abiding love for us sinners. He has given us a new life one that's not intended for our self-worship, but for the experience and expression of God's goodness. Would please join me in praying. We'll pray the second petition of the Lord's Prayer today, and then we'll join to pray about understanding God's Word and increasing in our faith, hope, and love. The second petition says, Thy kingdom come. O God, everlasting Father, Your kingdom comes even without our prayer, but please let it come to us too. Please give us your Holy Spirit so that by his grace we may believe your word and live godly lives here in time and there in eternity. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us your word, and we thank you that your word reveals who you are to us. We ask that you would help us to have your word always in our hearts and in our minds so that we would not forget you, that you would help us to always be mindful of who you are as our God and as our Savior. 
We ask, Lord, that you would increase our faith by the power of your word at work in us, that your spirit would fill us with faith and hope, and that that hope would be an infectious witness to our neighbors. And we ask, Lord, that you would fill us with love, that you would help us to love you with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and that you would help us to love our neighbors as ourselves, and that living in love, we would remember to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me today. Um, Starting uh, next Monday, uh, July 13th, I will be publishing uh, a new style of devotion. Uh, I'm going to continue doing these devotions on the Psalms, but uh, I'm also going to be working on uh, a meditation on Matthew. Um, And the idea will be that there'll be some prayers and then copying a selected set of verses from the Gospel of Matthew. So, we would be taking time to just really focus in and, and look very closely at what, what God says about who he is, uh, and particularly by looking at who Jesus is, uh, because Jesus is the incarnate God who comes to make his Father known to us. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that later um, throughout the week, but I hope you'll join me on that journey as well. God's blessings on your day, and I hope that today is filled with his peace.